Welcome to Lefrisian Chronicles, Song of Shadows, a magical audio drama storytelling experience. The show contains swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of violence. Thank you, and enjoy this episode of Song of Shadows. Orly ran to the edge of the beach, where the water lapped against the sand. She waved her hands furiously. Tears welled in her eyes at the sight of her companions. Here! Over here! I'm here! She waded out knee-deep into the waves, calling and waving. The figure on the ship, the one she had focused on, the one she determined was Kaelin, turned his head toward the sound. Orly then saw a blur of movement and heard distant shouts as the crew of the small ship worked to steer the boat to the section of beach Orly now occupied. As it sailed closer, she saw more figures. Nyx, clear as day, pulling ropes and assisting with the mast. Shelby, readying the anchor. Dominic standing near the wheel with another figure. Aerith? And finally, her eyes landed on the two figures near the bow of the ship. Kaylin and Leslie. They're here. They made it. Tears fell down her cheeks and the water splashed against her body. Her heart swelled with an emotion she could only describe as love. But that didn't seem strong enough a word for the overwhelming relief and joy she felt in this moment. The small black and red trimmed ship dropped anchor not far from the beach benefit of the ship's smaller size. Elaine! Elaine! Are you okay? Kaelin was the first to hoist himself over the edge of the ship and into the water. It was just deep enough that he went under for a brief moment before his head surfaced, and he swam toward the beach. Several splashes followed as Leslie, Nyx, Dominic, and a reluctant Shelby dove into the cool blue ocean. Orly! Once Kaelin found his footing in the sand beneath the waves, he stood and began running to the beach, toward Orly, and within moments, they locked in a room in place. <laughs> you're here. Oh, and you're okay. I've missed you. Orly dropped her arms from Kaelin and smiled deeply at him before rushing to hug Leslie. Leslie! Oh, God. I'm so glad you're safe. I'm so sorry. You're sorry for getting kidnapped? No, uh, I'm sorry for leaving you alone with Shelby. I heard that. You were meant to. Orly moved to Nyx, Dominic, and Shelby, and embraced her friends in relief, love, and happiness. (laughs) (laughs) You're all right. You found a ship. (laughs) We stole it. Wait, you mean to tell me that... 
Your majesty broke the law. It's not my law. Your acquaintance, Aaron, helped us. Yeah, I, I thought I saw him. I'm, I'm glad you met. Did he... Did he tell you anything? No. Barely anything. Kept saying you would explain. Of course he did. Do you want to discuss it now? I, I wish I could. But we have a situation, and I might be the only one who can help. What kind of situation? The village where I was... kept. <laughs> I saw a few of those figures in the jungle heading that way, and they're planning to kill or capture everyone there until they give me up, and... And I can't let that happen. They kidnapped you! And they also helped you get here. Orly gestured to the person who was waiting patiently on the deck of the ship. If they're looking for you, then you can't go back there. Someone needs to warn them. Maybe Aaron has a way to get a message to someone. No, he has combative magic, no links. Wait, 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 give me a second. Um, Margot. Margo, please, can you hear me? Margo, are you there? Ugh, I can't get through. She either has a shield up or our connection isn't strong enough. And well, to be fair, I haven't exactly practiced this very often. Who's Margo? Why would you have a connection with her? I promise I'll explain. Wait, Caitlin, you might be able to get a message there. It's a long shot, but but maybe. What do you mean? I need a connection with someone. Well, that's the thing. You actually do have a connection with someone there. I'm not following. Is one of the missing Lafrisians there? Is Ramona there? No, um... Okay. I'm going to tell you all something that seems... Incredibly ridiculous, and you're not going to want to believe me, but we don't have time for that, so please believe me. You're kind of freaking me out here, Ellie. I'll believe you. Of course I will. Me too. Of course. I mean... Yeah, okay, me too. What? Like we all have to speak or something? Why do we do that? Fine. Me too. I'll believe you. Okay, so the village I was in was a village of sirens. That's why everything has to do with music. Sirens? Of course! Why didn't I think of that earlier? And they told me about how the world of Asmar was created from smoke and song. Most of the people were created of the song, making them sirens. And the animals in the land is created of smoke. And that's why the trees and sand are black, and that's why the animals are made of smoke. The animals are made of smoke? Oh, you haven't seen one yet. No, we haven't. Well, apparently, the figures that have been following us, they're, they're called the messengers, and they were created of the shadow. And the song. Like like a corrupted version of it. They are the, the law enforcement on Asmar, for lack of a better term. Like the guard? Well, yes... And no. At least from what I've gathered, each island has their own guard. Kincardine has the keepers, and they protect the island from the messengers if they get violent. Does that happen often? Now? Yes. But before a few months ago, they usually kept their distance. People aren't sure why the violence and their enforcements have doubled. Even tripled. So these mirrored glasses figures, 
these messengers are the ones who took the Lafrasians, and they're on Hull? Exactly. Can you get to the point about how Kaelin is supposed to be able to send these strangers a message? Yeah, so, um... Most sirens are born from a single note. But every once in a while, some will be born from a chord. Twins. Two sirens, more powerful than any other siren. Maybe any other fae. My mother was a siren. I met her sister in the village. That's Margo. Wait, what? How? Siren twins are often hunted for their power and either killed or used, so... Siren parents sometimes choose to send one child away to live in the Frisia, so that both children are safe. Your mother was a siren. Wow. Orly, I know I had a strong connection with your mother, but I don't think it would apply to her sister. I'm sorry. I know. So... She was a siren. Which is why when she used the inhalator, her eyes turned gray. Impossible. That would mean that Kaylin. Kaylin, you're a siren. And your twin brother is in that village. That... That can't be... Believe me, Kaylin. I know you don't remember him, but he is your brother. Your blood. There's no stronger connection. If you focus, you might be able to get a warning to him. Please. I can't- You have to try. Your brother, my aunt, they're going to die. Along with other innocent sirens if we don't warn them. Orly, this isn't possible. I don't know him. But he's a part of you, Caitlin, please. What's his name? Kai. Okay. I'll try. I can't make any promises. That's all I ask. Describe him to me. Kaelin closed his eyes and listened as Orly described his brother. Creating an image in his head wasn't the hardest, since from Orly's description, his image was like the one he sees when looking in a mirror. He listened to her describe his personality, his voice, the way he walked. The image in his head became clearer, stronger. When Orly's words stopped, Caitlin knew this was all he was going to get. This was all he had to go on. So he reached. He reached his mind across the expanse, aiming for Kai, his brother, his family. Willing the connection, the inherent biological connection, to propel him forward. Kai. Kai, are you there? Kai, can you hear me? Kai? Kai, damn it, answer me! Whoever you are, you better have a great reason for breaking through my shields. Who is this? Kai? We've established that. What we haven't established is who the hell are you? Caitlin Quillwasp. Oh. Oh. Wow. Okay. Um. 
Hi. It worked. I wasn't sure it would. Of course it did. The bond between brothers is stronger than anything else. I... I can't believe it. I have so many questions. And I have answers, but... First things first. I don't know your Oralee very well, but I do know that if she forced you to try this, there had to be a good reason. Uh, right. Um, she ran into some messengers in the woods. They're coming to your village. They plan to kill and capture everyone until you give up Oralee. Is she sure about that? That's what she heard? Are you questioning her? Uh, yeah. <sighs> Oralee? Are you sure that's what you heard? Yeah, that's what I heard. It's true. Okay, thanks. Are you going to leave? We've got some tricks up our sleeves. Don't worry about us. Thanks for the warning, bro. Wait, Kai. Yeah. We should talk. Agreed. Soon. I have a brother. You're a siren, Kaelin! Oh, this is so cool! Cool? <laughs> Sounds kind of lame to me. Like being in choir all day. So, now what? Ellie, what should we do now that you've warned them? We need to get to Hull. They said that we have to travel by ship, so we'll take your stolen merchandise and put it to good use. So, these messengers have their home base on this creepy island where they're holding the Lafrigians captive, and we're supposed to just sail right in? Essentially, yes. Brilliant. Great plan. No way that could go wrong. I hate to say it, but this does seem like a fool's mission. It's doomed. We're doomed. We're not leaving the Lafrigians. Plus, there's another part I didn't mention yet. Great! What else? Is Nyx a storm hag? Dominic a redcap? The messengers stole the siren song. What does that mean? Their source of power. They're dampened. They wanted them to be weak. That means they're planning something big. It could wipe out all of Asmar. And then what's stopping them from coming to Lafresia next? Or Earth? We have to stop them here and now before it's too late. <sighs> so we're going to halt. We're going to Hull. A few minutes later, Kaylin and Nix grabbed Orly's hand and helped her up onto the deck of the ship. Her dripping wet companions stood scattered about the deck, wringing out their hair, their clothes, shaking slightly in the cool ocean breeze. Ellie? Aaron, thank you for helping my friends get here. I know how dangerous it is for you to be so close to King Carding. Avery's safe. That's all that matters. We need to travel the hull, and we need to take the boat. <laughs> You're asking me to get off? No. I'm asking where you'd like to be dropped off. I know that you thought this was a suicide mission, and I won't force you to take part in it. You're right. This is a suicide mission. But you're going to need my help to navigate those waters. And if I'm going to die, I might as well do it trying to get our song back. You don't have to do this. I know. Well, welcome to the team. We have t-shirts. It's at least a day's journey to haul from here. So, let's hoist the anchor and head off. We'll take turns resting. We'll need to be in the best health we can when we arrive. Ellie, can I talk to you? 
Sure. The guard dispersed. Aaron muttered a few commands before taking his place behind the ship's wheel. Shelby pulled some ropes and the sails unfurled. After she tied off her ropes and her work was done, she moved to the stern of the ship to look out over the water. Dominic assisted Nix in hoisting the anchor before he retreated down the stairs toward what Orly assumed was the sleeping quarters. Nix took a seat on a barrel near the main mast. Kaelin stood at the bow and leaned on the railing. And suddenly, Leslie and Orly were alone. Thank you for being so understanding about all of this. This world, I, I know it's a lot to take in. Yeah, um... Honestly, it's... it's okay. Um... I'm used to absorbing a significant amount of information in a short amount of time. It's, uh... it's usually case files, but, um... Fantasy realm lore works, too. <laughs> uh, listen... I... I don't want to beat around the bush here. And the last thing I want is for us to head into... Possibly certain death, and there be anything left unsaid. Right. I love you, Ali, but something I've realized over the last few days is that I'm... I'm not in love with you. I love you because you are kind, because you are genuine, because you care so deeply and protect so fiercely. I love you. I probably always will. But I've spent enough time in divorce court to know real love when I see it. Real, passionate, deep, overwhelming love. <laughs> I thought you were a soulmate. What? The gray eyes. Your mother was Luke's soulmate. And her eyes were gray. His eyes were gray because he's a siren. It, it, it has nothing to do with me. Maybe. And maybe there isn't some supernatural force telling you who you belong with. But that doesn't mean you don't belong with him. Leslie, I... I know. And honestly, I'm okay with it. I really am. I love you enough to realize that you deserve to love someone else. Leslie reached for Orly and wrapped her arms around her in a tight hug, her lips grazing Orly's forehead. I never meant to hurt you. I know. You're the perfect woman. Well, that I know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I... I got to say what I needed to. About time you did the same, don't you think? Leslie tilted her head toward Kaylin, nodding in his direction. Are you sure? I am. But I get to keep the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. But you can visit. Anytime you want. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you. Now go. Tell him. I swear if I have to look at his lovesick face for one more minute, I might learn how to shoot Shelby's bow. <laughs> okay. I will. Oh, and Ali? Yeah? You deserve to be happy. So, let yourself. With a warm smile, Orly nodded at Leslie and turned on her heel to head toward the bow, to Kaylin. 
She stayed her shaking hands and leaned her arms on the smooth wood of the railing, just a few feet from Kaylin. He smiled lovingly at her, his gray eyes shining in the reflection of the sun off the water. You all seem like sailing pros now. Should I be worried that some of you might leave to become pirates? Aye, it'd be a tempting lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have ever imagined this? That I'm a siren and I have a twin. No, I can't say I would. There's a lot you need to know. I didn't tell you everything. I figured we were on a time crunch. Do you have any questions? I have hundreds. Well, I'm not going to pretend to be an authority on the subject, but I was in their captive for a few days, so some information probably seeped in. I might be able to answer some. There's only one question I want to ask you, Orly. And that is? Are you okay? <laughs> I tell you that you're a different race of Fae, and you have a brother, and your only question is if I'm okay? <laughs> How do you do that? Do what? Put me first. Always. It's as easy as breathing, Orly. What is? Loving you. You could have told me what you thought the gray eyes meant. I wanted you to choose me because you wanted to. Not because you felt obligated by some supernatural force. Oh, oh Kaylin. Thank you for ditching the group to try to rescue me. Even if I didn't need it. Orly. When will you realize that I will always be right there for you? No matter what you need, regardless of how you feel about me. How I feel about you. Seems to be a popular topic of discussion lately, doesn't it? And yet, we still don't know the answer. Orly shot a short glance toward Leslie, who smiled a knowing smile and nodded her approval. And that's all Orly needed. Yes, you do, Kaylin. Everyone does. I am clearly head over heels in love with you. And I have been this entire time. And I've tried everything to forget about it. I've tried to get over you. I even found someone else. Someone who made me incredibly happy. And she was perfect. Save for one glaring flaw. She wasn't you. Kaylin, I am... I am so sorry I ever even left in the first place. I should have stayed in the Frisia. It's my home. And you... You are my home. Orly barely got the last word out before Kaylin's lips found hers, his left hand snaking around her waist, pulling her closer, while the other tangled in her hair. Kaylin leaned away. His arms remained in place, holding her closely. Then come home with me. When we survive this, come home with me. Yes. <laughs> of course. Ugh, get a room! <laughs> I love you. I love you. 
I really hope we live through this. I've got a lot of time to make up for. Agreed. Everyone, come here. From across the deck, Aaron was waving for the others. In moments, everyone arrived at the wheel. Kaylin and Orly hand in hand. Leslie smiled brightly at them as they both approached. Take care of her, okay? She won't need me to. Damn right. <laughs> All right, if you're done reenacting a romance novel, we have a problem. What is it? There. Straight ahead. A storm. Directly in our path. How bad? Bad enough for me to be able to see it this early. How long until we're in it? A few hours. We'll probably reach it in the middle of the night, if we keep going. Are you suggesting we turn around? If I were with any other group, I would. But something tells me Ellie is not going to let that slide. We can't stop. The messengers are only going to kill more people. Your village may be safe, but we can't warn them all. Exactly what I thought you'd say. So what do you suggest? I suggest we tie and bolt everything down. Pray to whatever gods you believe in. Because we're headed directly into the eye of the storm. Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, Mariah Clausen, ML Earhart, Ace Corsara, Emily Booza, Wes Haas, Adagail Stewart, and Braden Tuttle. This episode was sound designed and edited by Catherine Stanley, along with Mariah Clausen, Griffin Coldron, and Megan Peugeot, featuring the music of John Bartman, and I'm Erica Harmon. Want to stay up to date on all things Lafrisian Chronicles? Follow our social media for more information about upcoming episodes, at Lafrisia Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next time, listeners. <laughs>